Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings and welcome to Warren Radio. I am Tower and we are glad you joined us. If you would like to send correspondence to the WIBR Warren Radio Network, you can do so by going to our contact page on warren-usa.com. You can follow the WIBR Warren Radio on Twitter by using hashtag Watchman216. Oh, I'm sorry, hashtag WatchmanIS216. Also, hashtag Warren Radio. On Instagram, use hashtag Warren Radio. On LinkedIn, you can find us by using hashtag Watchman. You can join us on USA.life or MeWe by using hashtag Warren Radio. Join us on Parlor by using at Watchman DGS. On CloudHub, by using at Warren Radio. And you can listen to our shows through the following carriers Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes Player, Apple Podcast, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Warren Radio Visions on Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, Castbox, Google Podcast, Anchor, Deezer, and Podchaser. You can also listen to the shows by going to warren-usa.com or danaglinsmith.com. These are the latest articles featured on danaglinsmith.com. God's Eternal Clock of Redemption. It is where the end began and the mystery of God's eternal clock of redemption which was kept secret in God, were finally manifested to the church. And that's a free ebook. So you can also download that. And Believers in Christ Jesus. Believers in Christ Jesus having not seen him. There are many such Christians having never seen him, but they believe. Thus believers and believing. Blessed are you who have believed, but have not yet seen Jesus Christ. Those two articles are on danaglinsmith.com. And the latest articles featured on warn-usa.com are Transforming Hope, A Glass Darkly. It is that hope which burns in us that we know, that we know, that we are certain of our Lord Jesus Christ. American Vipers Destroying the Souls of Men American Vipers, yes, we have them. What will kill and destroy, yet people do this daily. Sowing seeds of destruction, they go forth. And Luciferian Wicked Deliberate Deception Today in America we find a Luciferian Wicked Deliberate Deception occurring. There are those that have a denial of that very same deception. And you can go to warn-usa.com for those articles. And now I welcome in the Watchman. 
You're listening to Warren Radio on the WIBR Warren Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight? Well, you know, in spite of the election, I'm doing good. Yeah, it's a mess. Well, it is a mess, and it's a mess because, uh, as as uh, you know, and before I get into that, let me tell you, if you want to follow a good uh, news source for conservatives and people who, and I mean report the truth, I mean... Unfortunately, C, uh, CNN, MSNBC, NBC, CBS, and a f- number of others report out of the news as far as being the truth. They've been known as the fake news for a long time. They have sided with the Democratic Party almost inherently for the last four years against Trump and his supporters. Uh, Pelosi uh, sided with uh, Hillary as far as calling the supporters deplorables. So they don't think very much of us. Matter of fact, uh, when you get right down to it, even Kamala Harris says, she said, after we take the White House, we're going to hunt down Trump supporters. I mean, this is the kind of stuff that's coming out of uh, the leftists and out of uh, the news agencies. And she's not joking. No, she's not. Well, the thing of it is, is Newsmax is a good solid reporting and there is some good reporters from some of the other networks that are working for them um and uh you have to understand uh you know there's reporters that like lou dobbs you know he's still at fox news but even fox news made some errors uh and uh so there's a lot of that going around and everything else but uh there's a lot of uh, lawsuits, a number of lawsuits going on, and uh, because there is corruption, uh, and it all has to do with the mail-in ballots. It has to do with ballots being legal or not legal, and people being legal to vote, and that's the whole issue here. And uh, so I guess we'll find out, and there's no doubt about it. Uh, you know, Trump has been assigned something, and that is to you know, really dig down and uncover the ugliness in the things that go in what we call the deep state. He has been from the beginning taken on the side of those Americans that Hillary would call deplorables. And uh, the deplorables come in all sizes, races, creeds, and colors, and they're the ones that put him on top. And uh, during the first part of the election, all of the all of the ABC, NBC, you know, all the fake news had spent months telling everybody how the polls said Trump was going to get wiped out. He didn't have a chance when, in fact, uh, he started taking everything from the beginning and he was doing really, really good. And so they had to do something. And before you knew it, everybody shut things down and started doing things in secret. And uh, so at any rate, to make a long story short, it is a mess. They are working on it, but it has to be uncovered. There is cheating 
and we've known there was cheating. There was cheating during Obama's. We know very well there was, especially in Philadelphia, because of some of the election judges that came forth. Um, and so there, there, there's a lot of issues here that has never been addressed, that has never been taken care of. And so for those that wanted a quick thing, make, make no mistake about it. There is a deep state in this country. There is a deep state that is anti-God anti and uh, anti-Christian, anti-Israel, and even anti-America. So make no mistake about it. And so this is the America that is within the America that needs to be uncovered. And it goes all the way uh, from uh, the top of our government down to the lowest levels of local government. It is everywhere. It's embedded. And in some states, it is absolutely worse. You know, out in Portland, where, where the, you know, the socialist mayor, uh, uh, Ted Wheeler was, you know, you remember him. He yeah. wouldn't do anything. Yes. Well, he won barely. And you know who his opponent was? Huh. A communist. Oh, my goodness. An avowed communist. Which is, you raise your hands up back and forth, you know, like a balance. Who's who's the better of the two? Good yeah. grief. And then there's another one that won that's going to join the squad. And she is a, a member of Black Lives Matter. She's been on the street protesting, and she got almost a 90%. Uh, um, Unbelievable. Uh, well, the reason she did is because the little district that she's from is all BLMers, and they all voted and made sure she got in. Yeah, and uh, she's in, from Missouri. Yeah, so there, there's a lot of cheating going on, and I don't think for a moment that that woman made it in legal. Uh, not for a moment. I think there's a lot of wickedness in this country, yep. and I think Trump, and whether you like it or not, he was he's been positioned, and he's almost like Cyrus, as uh, as uh, you know that rabbi said from Israel before he got elected. There's a lot of types with that, and a lot of things we've seen him do that no others have been able to do, like the peace that's going on in the Middle East like helping Israel and also doing some of the things here. Yes. And that doesn't mean he's like us. It doesn't mean it at all. It means that he's been appointed by God to do things I that nobody that. else has been able to do. And one of those is to absolutely uncover, discover, and undo a lot of things in this country. He is not like everybody else. And this election, make no mistake about it, they will get to the bottom of this and they will... Uh, take care of it so at any rate well another thing i was going to say <clears throat> is i believe that god's been working in president trump's life for years because of snippets we've seen like he was on larry king live one time and talking about how he may run have to run for the president for the presidency and um things you other things you've heard and there's one that he's always loved this country and when it got to the point, after eight years, you know, probably, what, six years of Obama, he decided to run for president because he, he could see that they were trying to destroy America, the America he loves. Well, you know, that's true. And, and why this is important now tonight is we go over the advocacy for the persecuted church. But make no mistake, folks, the persecuted church and persecuted peoples need a nation where they can have nonprofits that are profitable enough and, and healthy enough 
that we as Americans can give to them so That's they can right. take care of the persecuted church overseas. And if America gets taken over by a bunch of communists and socialists and destroys it, and we become like Venezuela or something, we can't help the persecuted church. Now, this is the battle that we must win. Because the lives of the persecuted church, and I believe God is involved in this, absolutely. Oh, I do too. And I believe, and, and if you would listen to us on our other broadcast on Wednesday, me going through the... This is Wednesday. You mean Thursday? Wednesday, yeah, Thursday night uh, on our Isaiah series. Um, I've gone through 69 hours of teaching in Isaiah, and I can... We, I go through that, and I can show you so many types between what Israel uh, went through and what we're going through today. It's almost identical in a lot of areas. Well, I believe President Trump's going to be reelected. It's going to be a fight, but he's going to be reelected. That's what I believe. Well, I think a lot of this stuff, in order to get it uncovered and rooted out, it's going to wind up in the Supreme Court. Well, it needs to be rooted out and cleaned out. That swamp in D.C. is deep and wide. Well, it is. And uh, while I'm talking about it, on the WIBR Warren Radio, we report and comment on the persecution of Christians and other oppressed people groups worldwide. Now, while it might seem at time we report on different uh, countries and nations and races and cultures, we do not hate the people. But when we look at instances uh, that we can give you, in China, for instance, we love the Chinese people, their cultures, and history. Now, we don't hate them or anything about them, but we do not, do not agree with the communist agenda. And what they do is the oppression of Christianity and the Uyghurs who are there or others in China. And it's the same manner. It is the policies and actions of those in power. And that includes, we can look at Nigeria. We can look at India. We can look at Pakistan. We can look at the Sudan. Now, the Sudan is doing something different after many, many, and I call it decades, of unrest and, and just trouble. Uh, both the Muslim and the Christian leaders have agreed to get together to work for peace and have a, a state that promotes religious freedom so they're not killing one another and in war, which is a good step because the people there desperately need peace and they need to rebuild. And so we'll see how that goes. It's always better to live in peace than it is to kill one another all the time. And that, Amen. you know... As far as that goes, we can speak to a few Americans here because it doesn't do any good. You know, last night uh, on the street, there was a number of the Proud Boys, uh, you know, these are a patriot group that were walking home from uh, a get-together celebrating Trump. And uh, they were accosted by a bunch of BLMers. There was uh, two uh, black guys and a black girl. They all had knives and they stabbed them before they knew what was happening. And so this is the kind of thing that's happening on the streets. And uh, these were BLMers. Uh, and so Antifa has been out on the streets. The bottom line of it is some of the worst areas are liberal democratic areas. 
and they want to bring their liberalism to the entire United States. And uh, we've got to fight tooth and nail to stop it because we see what they're doing to their own states. And you have right now certain liberal states that are that are getting to be about as bad as Venezuela now because of the leadership that is there. And also, oh, by the way, you know, a lot of these we've traced to Soros himself, and it's been in the news. And today, a judge castigated, and I forgot which ones it was. It was in one of the liberal areas, castigated the prosecutor who was a Soros appointer. Uh, he, I mean, he w took money from Soros, their organization and stuff, and he, he lambasted them for, for that connection and what they were doing. That's good. So, he, should have, uh, he should be arrested. Yeah. For treason. Well, you know. Well, uh, I don't know how what um, the term of treason in entails. Maybe sedition. I don't know. Yeah. Well, they are treasonous, though. Yeah, they are. And so, uh, up front, an Iranian. This is Iran, a former Muslim, now Christian, has spared new jail time. And, and we've reported on this uh, guy before. Ibrahim um, Farouzi. He spent almost six years in prison and a year in internal exile because of his face, uh, his faith, and was cleared of fresh charges. And uh, the prosecutor dismissed the latest accusations. Good. Um, and that's good because... You know, it seems like when they get ready to get out of there, they come up with fresh charges to keep them in prison. Yeah, that's right. And the 33-year-old had been summoned to the prosecutor's office on new charges of insulting the sacred, which carries a maximum five-year jail sentence, so he'd be in there for another five years. Good and the grief. propaganda against the state through promoting the Christian faith, punishable by up to a year in prison. He was arrested and later convicted of charges, including in, Van in August 2013, he was uh, arrested and convicted of charges. Uh, and the charges were evangelism, connection with enemies, and foreign anti-regime networks. These are Christian networks, by the way. <laughs> and launching a Christian website, he was sentenced to a year and further two years of exile. Now, see, that's all he did was put up a website. And he was connected, of course, to the people that provided, uh, you know, the, the ability for him to get online. And so uh, he, he got thrown in prison for that. So this is what happens to Christians overseas, folks. And I've warned about that happening in America many, many years ago. Especially when the dark one gets here, you're not going to be able to do anything online. And uh, it, it, it's going to be pretty, a pretty sad day for a lot of people. Uh, well, the rest of them will be totally deluded. And uh, I do have an article here that uh, Bob Fu, and I like to cover whenever I can about Bob Fu who started China Aid. And uh, he was featured in a CBN article, um, and uh, he is the founder of China Aid, and they're in a protected uh, location, 
And he he lives in America, by the way. Hmm. While the FBI and CIA investigate threats against his life from suspected members of the Communist Party, because, and we've heard this before, you know, coming from various uh, Chinese people who, who actually get here to this country and make a new life for themselves, that the Chinese Communists have agents in this country. And so there were threats against them. Uh, and, uh, and they began sep uh, 26th of September of this year. And uh, uh, protesters descended on Fu's home, accusing him of being a spy for the Chinese Communist Party, which is about as stupid as you can get. Yeah. If anybody would do any homework, they would know that this man... Uh, has kept a close track of what goes on, and anybody covering China would pay attention to anything that Bob Fu says about China. He is that credible. And to have some moron in America um, saying he's a member of the Communist Party is about as stupid as you can get. And... Uh, and according to China Aid, and and I'll tell you, the information that comes through Bob Fu is amazing because he is in contact with, with people in China all the time. But that doesn't mean he's communist. He's trying to help the church over there and help us here in America to support him. But... Uh, uh, According to China Aid, a Chinese Communist Party operative is urging, urging supporters to eliminate Fu. So he That's could easily horrible. be doing it from afar because, as we know, that we've got communists in America. We've got the communists that was running up in Portland against uh, the socialist uh, Ted Wheeler. And they're not the only communists. Why on God's earth we allow communists to run and try to get elected? And why do we allow communist teachers to teach our children communism? And you want to know why you're infected when you let the enemy in. And I'm telling you straight like, you know, if you're going to come over here, you need to be an American for America. But see, that was a long time ago. Nobody cares about that anymore. And the Democrats don't care about it. And and so this is really the issue. You're going to have to think about whether you're going to deliver America from those who want to destroy this country. Your children will have no future and your grandchildren's gr children will have no future. If we allow this kind of stuff going on, this is so important in America and it's happening around the world, too. It's happening over in the U.K. It's happening in France. It's happening throughout Europe as well. And uh, this is something that somebody needs to wake up and think that these open-door policies and these uh, global socialist agenda of these elitists that want to bring in a one-world order is not the thing for those who want to maintain a nationalist identity as if as in the United States, which is a, a republic, uh, you know, a constitutional republic, but we haven't been that really for a long time. 
and a constitutional republic being established by our forefathers, they warned of what a democracy would do. We are not a democracy, even though today we call ourselves a democracy. We have become that which our forefathers warned us not to, and just as they were warned back then, you have a republic if you can keep it. So you had better thank God that you have somebody in the White House willing to stand up to these thugs and even during the election process have the facilities and the lawyers, and Jay Sekulow is in on this, and Giuliani, and I can tell you that Jay Sekulow and his people are the best lawyers and have one of the best records for dealing legitimately when it comes to the constitutional uh, truth versus what we're doing in this country. They have stood up for Trump time and time again, and Giuliani is in Philadelphia right now. They're going to dig out this this uh, bunch of meatheads that think that they can carve out and do anything they want. Now, on social media today, I seen a gal who did a video, and she was she actually did a video of this tower. And she said, I'm going to throw away every Trump ballot that I find wow. as I count. That's wrong. You know, of course <laughs> it's wrong. She should be arrested along with the rest of them. Unbelievable. We had another little quick note, and this comes from... Uh, It says Marion Courthouse. I'm trying to figure out. I didn't get that. Marion County? Is that in Kentucky? I don't know. <coughs> I don't know. It seems and like it says o Ocala Area Foster Home. I wanted o to. Ocala? That could be. That might be Kansas or Oklahoma. You know, I don't really know. But the thing of it is, we've had these reports over the years before. This has to do with child welfare. <coughs> And there was a three-week-old girl, and uh, she had been assaulted and battered in uh, area foster home. And for some reason, you know, uh, she was taken away. I don't know how she got separated from her family originally, but she was placed in another nursing, uh, I mean, another home. And they found out that a 16-year-old boy living in the home had sexually assaulted other young children in the past that had been there. And the foster parents, in order to find out what's going on in the home, had set up video cameras around the house to monitor the boy's activities. And uh, those cameras caught him abusing the girl for more than 20 minutes. And... You know, the, the thing, this is Florida, Fort Lauderdale. Oh, this is in okay. Florida. Yeah, I, I see it now. Because Stacy Shimmerling, an attorney for justice for kids in Fort Lauderdale, filed suit uh, against Kids Central and the Sinners. The family should have never been licensed to care for these vulnerable, nonverbal children. You know, this is just unconscionable. It makes me angry. They knew this boy was doing activities like this and they put more children in there i don't know it kind of to me sounds like the boy is a child of the foster parent i don't know but this is just angers me 
Well, it is is anger, and one of the reasons I put it up is because this little baby has no voice. And I wanted to give a voice to this little girl and tell you that that is morally and socially unacceptable in any in any world that you may live in but but in the world i live in people like this that do such things are the worst kind of animals and this is a 16 year old boy and he you should know, know he's, better he's only going to get worse so this this is not good and it's no. not good for the 16 year old boy why he was doing it so the question begs the question who molested him yeah. and got away with it yeah. that is what this is about See, when you find molesters who have molested children, the children go on to molest. And so these are the things, the issues. When you have sin enter in like this, and the boy itself, you need to really find out why he did it and had it happen to him. And I don't know anything about the case, but one of the things you would look for is previous abuse from someone else more than likely in an adult uh, upon this kid. So this is, I, I hate this in all of its form. Oh, me too. And the other form I absolutely hate and despise, and that is all these children that are disappearing into sexual slavery or whatever they're being. And there's also uh, young females uh, you know, teens, older adults. There's a lot of people that are in the pipeline of this filth that goes on human trafficking. And, you know, Babylon, Mystery Babylon mentions human trafficking. It's horrible. In Revelation 18, it talks about the souls of men and those who are being sold. And we know that goes on. It's just absolutely sickening. And that goes back to that one case you and I talked about. That young, young, uh, that young man took his wife uh, or his girlfriend. Uh, I'm not sure if they were married. They went down to the islands down there, and she disappeared. And he later uh, moved out. He didn't get convicted of that. And he ended up going to I think Portugal and got in trouble down there for trying to molest or, or uh, kill a young woman. And he got caught down there. Oh, that, um, that can was... Can you remember a, who that was? I can't remember her name, but I can see her. She was on a high school graduation trip. Yeah, high school. and she But she was with him. Yeah, and he, he was the son of... Uh, I think that island is um, run by the Dutch... And his dad was a... That's right. That's his, right. His dad was a governor or something there. Yeah. I yeah. can't remember the names of them. Yeah. And he, she was last seen with this guy. So I've always felt personally that she's uh, she got somehow uh, either murdered or sent into, into slavery that way. Yeah, she was a beautiful girl. And And I just absolutely hate this. So, at any rate, we do have something else we got to get to. Yes, it's um, from Bob Fu with China Aid. And this is a story of Wang Hai. And he is a witness to the China's Christian persecution. 
In July, High's parents appeared before the village committee to try to negotiate for better living conditions. At that time, officials began to harass and per persecute them. The village officials sprayed poison on his family when they were reported when they reported the tremendous problems in the village, and consequently, his mom was sick for three months. And three months later, officials arrested his parents. They also could covertly arrested pastors and elders, and he does not know um, where they have detained them and his parents and his brothers. And when rental officials came to um, High's home to arrest him, he wasn't home. And even though officials have not detained him, realizing the severity of the complaint he reported, he says he lives in fear and panic every day. And when um, High traveled to another place to report the concerns on October 10th, Authorities notified him that he did not follow protocol. To date, High still cannot communicate with his family. There's no communications, no charges. And when I asked the director at the police station for information about my family, the director told him he's not even allowed to visit them. And regarding the church's current challenges, High say that, said that because of the harassment and official intent to arrest pastors and elders, many brothers and sisters have stopped coming to church. The number of people attending church Sunday services now has plummeted from about 200 to 100 people. I think the authorities persecuted his family because of their male Christian identity, and he said um, the Mayo, or Mayo, however you say that, is a weak ethnic group. Plus, we are Christians as a CC, CCP suppresses and mistreats pastors and elders. So the injustice happens to us. Well, you know, that is typical, and that's exactly why they do prosecute them to keep the attendance down. Yep. And, of course, this is typical of China now today. <clears throat> And uh, this is why, you know, if if you got Biden in, he would kiss up to the Chinese. Oh, he and would. He would automatically start trading with them because he doesn't see any problem with this kind of persecution. Of course not. But see, the thing of it is, Trump stood up against China, and it was for economic reasons. But it it does inflect back on China that China, we don't want to do trade with you because of what you do to your people. And, That's right. Uh, and they do a lot of things like this. And this is unconscionable. And to these communists that are trying to get elected in our country, you know, you try to bring this kind of stuff in, you're going to find yourself in a war. Uh, because there's a lot of people here that are not going to be pushed into a war. And the thing that really shook uh, the fake news was this last couple of weeks when Trump got out and he was doing three to five rallies, you know, a day, a day. Yeah. And they the, the people that came out and, and I was listening to some various uh, 
uh, conservative news uh, people who's, who were themselves were astounded to the people that came out. Nobody knew that he could get that many out like that. They were everywhere. I even mentioned it, that everyone I saw, you know, this one I saw, and I think it was in Pennsylvania, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, <coughs> and you couldn't even see the horizon. There were so many people. And so, you know, there is a difference here. Uh, and so while you may think that, and even Obama, remember the, the one picture he liked, the one of Mao and communism? Yes. And that he, was his Christmas tree ornament one yeah, year. Yeah, he it was. He had several of those ornaments of Mao on his Christmas tree. I mean, talk about a bunch of baloney. Yeah. This is the kind of stuff that uh, Obama brings in. And that's why he didn't say what kind of change he was bringing in. This is exactly why during this election, there were many such people running just like Obama that wouldn't tell anybody really what they were like. But if it wasn't for Veritas, who actually recorded some of them talking and telling them what they were doing, and they and he was able to get the word out that they don't want to tell you that they want to pretend that there's something they're not so you will elect them and put them in there this is how these people are getting in they're liars that's right and see in the old liars and deceivers that's right in the old days they used to be tarred and feathered and run out of town now today you kiss up to them and let them get away with it well one day communists and socialists, you're going to push America too far. And God help this country if that ever happens. Because well, I can yeah, tell you, um, not everybody is going to put up with your bull crap that you've been putting out, and especially from the time of Obama on. And so we, we, we do have serious issues here. We do. Yes, we do. And we owe it to those people in this country and our children to stand up against this so we can clean this proliferation of commies out of here. I mean, if you want to stay in America, that's fine. But we are a republic, a constitutional republic. And even though you may think we're a democracy, we are filled with people that are proud to live in this country and see that's who voted Trump in. That's who gave Trump so many votes. And that's why a lot of the news were wrong when they said there would not be a red wave. And there was. There was no blue wave. Matter of fact, it's changed in the House and in the Senate for the Democrats. So um, there's a lot of issues here. And the bottom line of it is, is we got another one. And, and this is truly, this program is about the dragon. Okay, and the dragon is been influencing in America. But see, it's really funny. The people that used to live in China, where they were persecuted, managed to make it to America. And guess where they want to live? America. Yeah. But, but they don't want to live in a socialist America. Just like when they were trying to uh, get rid of all the police and they tried it in New York. The blacks in New York and the others who were living in some of the toughest areas of town, they, they protested and said, we don't want to be without cops. We like cops. Yeah, we need them. That's right. They do. 
And I heard a black pastor stand up and say in a video, saying it's not the white people that are killing our kids. It's them black boys and black girls out there in the streets that are killing us. And so this is the issue here. We need to get rid of those that are going to be corrupt. We need to stop Soros from polluting this stuff. And we need to get these people out of here. And we need to understand that in this country, in order to be free and fair and truthful, we cannot be communist or socialist or any other kind Amen. of ist, I-S-T. And this thing is not going to go that way. And I can tell you, long before it ever becomes socialist, there will be a war here, the likes of which you've never seen. That's just the way it'll go. It, it, it'll happen. And so, you know, and I've said this for many years, America is not like Africa. It's not like Europe. America was born and bred in the hearts of men and women who wanted freedom. And part of that was Christians who got over here and they got tired of being persecuted by King George and other faiths, other people, and came to this country. And when they got on the shores, they prayed down and asked God to bless them as they lived in this country. And that was the covenant that started the blessing on this land. So I got news for you. Whether you like it or not, that is tough. We don't care. We're not here to be friends and allow you to destroy a nation just because you're a communist and you're too young and dumb to understand what you're up with. I report, we report on this stuff, been doing it for a long time. We go way back with this stuff. We know what these people do. We don't want it here. Not for us, not for our kids. And somebody's got to help the persecuted church. And you can't help nobody if y'all are like, the socialists in Venezuela who can't do nothing for anybody now because it's such a mess. And most people that are getting out of these third world countries, where do they come? America. Why? Because we're free and we're prosperous and they can come here and live and be safe with their families. And have but hope for a better future. That's right. So now the next one we're doing is China's war with Taiwan. And they've been postulating against uh, that for a long time. And a recent article, um, first of all, it was in the Western Journal, and then it was picked up by World Net Daily. And, of course, Chinese president and overall chief Xi Jinping made rounds. He was inspecting troops at a certain base in China. Uh, the Chinese Ministry of Nation Defense released the information to let you know that he's not just sitting around doing nothing. That's what they're doing. And, and it says in the report that um, Taiwan News reported that Z reminded the troops of the Chinese Communist Party absolute leadership over the country's military and said that the elite troops were to focus your minds and energy on preparing for war and painting, uh, maintain a high state of alert. And bringing the island of Taiwan into the fold of greater China had long been a goal of the People's Republic. So many people think that when he was doing that, he is looking to bring in Taiwan, of whom we have a covenant with, you know, a defense treaty with. So if something happens there, we will come to their aid. 
And of course, make no mistake about it, that the watch out for the sign of the dragon and the rule of the yellow people. Now, you may not even hear that. People for 20, 30 years have, haven't talked about that. That's an old phrase coming from pre-50s. That was told to me as a young man many, many years ago. And I was warned to watch out for that. And we have witnessed the rise of the dragon and the rule of the yellow, uh, the yellow people, which are the communists in China from the year 2000 on. Now that's prophecy from way back. So like my dad told me, he's long since passed, but he came into my office one day he had been reading Revelation, and he says, I want you to know. And he says, well, he didn't even say that, come to think of it. He just came in, he looked at him, he says, Red China is not our friend. It's communist China. It always will be communist China, and it will never be our friend. He didn't explain himself, but he was blunt. And he was to the point, and of course, he was an older gentleman at the time. <laughs> but he got the point across. So we're talking about that Chinese entity. Well, right across from him, of course, is North Korea. And this is another article tower, and this is really disturbing. Because North Korean agents went across the border into China and kidnapped a deacon, um, and took him back into China. And he's been in a forced labor camp since that time. I don't even know. Voice of the Martyrs uh, told the Christian Post that his crime was giving food and clothes, a warm bed, and the love of God to the hungry, naked, and cold, and desperate refugees who fled across the border from North Korea. Yeah, and he's been in, he was kidnapped in November of 2014, so six years ago. And so this this guy is still gone, and they're just they're talking about it. And he was arrested November first, twenty fourteen, for defaming the North Korean regime, Ugh. attempting to incite subversion of state power and providing aid in the gospel to North Koreans, and they gave him fifteen years. That, against those uh, charges against him, are lies. Well, you know, this this is this is really where the way they view the gospel. In many areas, you'll find the same thing, the same hate. And uh we find this same hate against Christians in this country. If you will watch a lot of those protests and those kids that are part of Antifa and uh some of the BLMers, they hate Christianity. They hate they hate to the point, and that's how those uh, three, three got stabbed, uh, because they hate first. They stab right away. And you notice that your cities in America didn't get burned down by even QAnon. It didn't get burned down by uh, the Proud Boys, which is a patriotic group. No. The people that burned down 
were Antifa and BLM, and they got released by Soros-backed, uh, you know, donkeys in high places. I'll call them donkeys. That's what they are. So this is, this is what's happening in America, folks. If you think that you're going to rest on your laurels in this country and keep a free country, you're nuts. Now, I know some people who think that their riches, their good retirement, and everything else is going to be enough. I know that a lot of those people in Hollywood think that their popularity and stardom and fame and money is going to save them. It's not. Because I'm telling you right now, and I'm warning you, America, that you're going to have to stand up if you're going to save this nation. And it'll be worse than what you see around. Because the people that want to take it off will have no compunction what they do with Christians and others. And, and this thing is, is spreading worldwide. And we've been watching this thing even more. And we see it everywhere, don't we, Tower? Oh, we do. It's horrible. You know, I, we I didn't... truly are in the last of the last days, I believe. Well, we are. Well, we do have another article. You ready for this one? Yes. Um, okay. The Christians in Kenya are facing Islamic attacks, and the conditions are continually worsening. Fifteen years ago, Dr. Linda Burke, along with a handful of pastors, traveled to Kenya to participate and speak at a regional church leaders' conference. While they were speaking with him, the people shared their burdens of living under imminent threat of violence from Muslim militants. And unfortunately, the conditions have only worsened over the years. And with the rise of groups that cross the border and attack Christians in neighboring areas of Kenya, much like the Middle East, a variety of Islamic extremist groups perpetrate terrorism and destruction in throughout Africa. While Africa is currently comprised of 55 nation states, the borders are relatively porous and often tribal, ethnic, and religious allegiances are stronger than nationalism. The conditions have been exploited by such groups as Boko Haram, Aquim, and Al-Shabaab, all of which are formerly affiliated with Al-Qaeda and identified as Sunni Islamists. According to the CEP, which is the Counter-Extremism Project, Al-Shabaab seeks to establish a fundamental a fundamentalist Islamic state to encompass the whole Horn of Africa. And in doing this, the persecution of Christians is not only a human rights issue, but also a demographic and security issue. And the African Christian population is the largest in the world, and the continued persecution will result in demographic shifts like those in the Middle East. And a Christianless Middle East and Africa will mean the death of indigenous, advanced, and humanitarian civilizations and their replacements with an extremely violent, hostile, and anti-humanitarian ideology. Well, you know, that is so true. And uh, 
where are these people going to go? Well, the ones out of the yeah. Middle East went into Europe. But the problem you had here is a lot of them that went up there, actually, there was a lot of them that were young Muslim men who now are threatening to overrun Europe and have their own war up there. And so if you have something in Africa, they're going to want to get out of there. Yeah. But and, and you know that um, some, I don't know how many, but some of these families are still sitting in refugee camps. Well, you know, that's the other issue. And we've seen that even in Syria and Iraq, that there was these camps. And even Franklin Graham had some work in some of these camps at the time. And, uh, you know, some of the Assyrian Christians have tried to come back up in there in Iraq and they've run into trouble and a lot of things going on there. And uh, a lot of the Christians ain't coming back from up in Europe where they had gone to. So it is a mess and it's putting strain up there in Europe. And uh, there's issues all over the board. And there is no doubt that... uh, these Sunnis, you know, are, are doing a lot of this. And, of course, make no mistake that when you get in Iraq, it was the Shia who were actually in charge. But there was the Sunni triangle, and that was filled with, uh, of course, Sunni Muslims. So when ISIS went through there, many of these Sunni Muslims simply became ISIS, and when they ISIS was run out, the Sunnis just took off the ISIS and went back to being just Sunni Muslims. And they're still there, and some of them are causing trouble, and it is a mess. And so this is the issue worldwide. Prophecy tells us, the, the book tells us, that troubles are going to increase. They're going to be pretty bad. And we know of the dark one. We know what Christian prophecy, many Christians know that. Uh, we're we're living it, folks, right now. So it, it's time for you to get your, you know, your armor on and get polished up to defend yourself and your family. That's right. No more, <clears throat> excuse me, no more sitting on the fence. No, there, there's no sitting on the fence, folks. No lukewarmness. Nope. We've got to stand up. We 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 don't want violence. We don't want war in America, but we do have to get and and um, over on our page. I remember we have a page over on uh, it's the Watchman Institute page on MeWe, and uh, somebody commented over there that they were tired of seeing Christians always on the losing end and being persecuted and all this other. And he has a point. And Tower and I was talking about that a couple of weeks ago. Um, about the fact that you do have that issue is that a lot of these Christians are persecuted mercilessly, you know, all the time. And there's never a break. So if you're whining about some of this stuff going on now that we're going through as Americans, your troubles are small compared to to what's going on worldwide. But folks, if we don't stop what's in America, we can't help those that are going through trouble. And believe me, the persecuted church needs help. And we need strong people in this country to stand up. And we need to say to those people that want to do this stuff, no. You need to say to the AOC and the squad, no, we're not going there. 
That's right. You are not in a socialist country. You are not over where you were, you know, in the Middle East, where you were Muslim over there and free to do what you wanted over there. No, you're in America now. We have laws. We have a constitution. And Ilian Omar was going around telling everybody in her district that they didn't need to be registered to vote at all. Which that's is a, against the law. Yeah, that's a lie. But see, this is what these people do, and a lot of them that are up there, you know, they don't know any different. They're just listening to some senator. So a lot of them are led astray by this. So, you know, we do have issues worldwide, and it requires prayer. It requires us to be staunch and know where we're at. And you you need to know that. You need to know where you're standing, what you're doing, and have faith and believe because you need to stand for your for America, for the persecuted church, for your family, your grandkids, yes. and your great-grandkids, and for other people as well that want to live in this country peaceably and be free and, and, and have a country that's viable and honest. And if we can't have an election and and expect Democrats to be honest, then how on God's earth can we have any kind of an election? If we're not going to say to the Republicans and the Democrats both, when you count them votes, be honest. That's right. Honesty shows, not in front of other people, but honesty shows when you're by yourself. And if you're a liar and a cheater and a thief when you're by yourself, then by God, you're a liar and a thief and a cheater times a hundred when you're out in the public. Sin knows its roots. And the devil knows if he's got the darkness in your heart. And your church ain't going to save you if you're living in darkness. You're in rebellion and in denial. And I don't know how many times I've heard Pelosi and the Democrats all claim to be Democrats and claim to be Christian, good Catholics, while they go out and support abortion laws that are some of the worst that's ever been pronounced. So we have trouble in this nation, and God is shaking this nation, and he's telling this nation, you decide what you want. If you want truth and justice, then get up off your butt and get out there and stand for truth in Jesus' name. And if you're going to be a liar and a thief, be a liar and a thief. One way or the other, you're going to be judged, this nation is going to be judged, and this people will be judged for the things that they've allowed and the things that they've done. And when I stand before the good Lord, I want to be able to say that we stood up and we mentioned this. So stand evil, if you will, or stand good, if you will. But whatever you're going to stand, know this, that every ounce, every second, every verbiage, every word, every thought, every deed will be judged of you by the Lord when he comes. He will hold you accountable and he will hold our people in elected office accountable too because he is Lord of Sabaoth, the Lord over all agencies. And God help you and your soul when you stand before him and you spent your life in deceit and sin and wickedness and pride and wouldn't repent and wouldn't seek the good things that Christ has called you out among. For you have been called to be redeemed. You're not called to go to hell. You're called to be redeemed. God commands all men and all women everywhere to repent. What you do with that is up to you and your soul is at stake today.
Yes, it is. The level of um, the <clears throat> excuse me, the people that have lost their conscious, conscious, they know no bounds. They're evil to the core. And it doesn't bother them because they have no conscience anymore. They're reprobates. Yes. Absolutely. Unbelievable that people can get that way. No, but they can. Remember what the Pharaoh said to Moses and Aaron. Who is the Lord that I should obey him? And right now we have states led by Democrats who are saying, who is the Lord that we should be afraid? We're going to do these laws and we're going to pass this to where we can kill children out of the womb who is the lord that we should obey him there are people in america that are saying this right now who is the lord we have an entire multiple generations of christian young people that aren't saved that are heathen that are going around burning down your cities so they can bring in socialism or some other thing and, and they think that's okay You're going to hell in a handbasket, America. Wake up. There is a way out, and it's before you in Jesus' name. Amen. That's right. You got anything else to say before we go? Well, um, no, I was going to say something. <laughs> I lost it, but <clears throat> excuse me. Please be sure to to join us tomorrow night for Battle Lines Thursday. And I think this will be Isaiah Part 70. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, it will. Yeah, and so I'm glad you all joined us tonight. Whenever you do, it's been a pleasure to have you with us. May God richly bless you in all that you do. I want you to know that we love you. We pray for you. Please be careful in all that you do and stay safe. Good night, everybody. Shalom, everybody. Bless you. May God take care of you and keep you at this time. Seek the Lord. Look to him and rest in him. In Jesus' name. Good night. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio.